Well, the world's on fire. It sure is. Um, before we get... Oh, yeah. You're <laughs> yes, before we get to that, why don't we take a sip of our vacation juice? Until they come for us. Mm-hmm. Before we get started, I want to address a comment that we got. Oh, yeah. Uh, about me always checking myself out in our monitor. Um, all I really have to say about that is, like, if you had this gorgeous smile and gorgeous green eyes and wavy golden brown hair, you'd be checking yourself out in the monitor all day too. So I'm not going to take any. <laughs> you're here to be hot. That's what you're here. To I be. am the hot dumb one. Yes. That is what I'm for. I am the, the hot heel of this, ep of this podcast. Jacob says no more avoiding George, uh, George Floyd. I, I didn't, I didn't avoid on the last one. I said it's murder. Like, yeah, I mean, he's, we it, didn't avoid it at all. The thing is like I, I, my I, hesitance to talk about it or my hesitation, excuse me, was, was, uh, that like, I was fucking depressed looking at the video of him getting murdered that depressed me but we spent like 15 minutes talking about it already well, yeah and then plus it's like it, like at that point when we had the last episode it was like what was it really dis i think it's this is exactly what i said is what's there to say there's mm -hmm. nothing to say yet and then now we have content to talk about regarding yeah. it it's like but there, there all we had was like yeah the dude's guilty i mean mm -hmm. obviously um so yeah. uh, although there's there's i have a bad feeling about what the outcome of that's going to be uh, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah, I'll let you sort of guide us through. Yeah. Because I, I have things to say on every topic we have, but I don't know exactly how you want to uh, order these. So things. the first thing I want to bring up uh, oh, yes. is that uh, the Clobentum is over. It's done. Yeah. She's done. Uh, this is a tweet from, is it Gravel or Gravel? Uh, I've it heard both. Gravel Institute. In 2006, Amy Klobuchar, then a district attorney, declined to bring charges against a cop who had shot and killed a Native American man. Two days ago, that cop, Derek Chauvin... Murdered George Floyd. Amy Klobuchar needs to resign. So she's she's I mean, she's done. She's not going to be VP nope. anymore. Probably won't. She get was getting seriously vetted by the very serious team that Joe Biden had put together mm -hmm. to vet his VP picks. Pour one out. Pour one out for Amy. So I wrote back, hey, she's Trump, gone. She's so head, gone. And I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a not VP. <laughs> Never going to be VP. Never going to be VP. Yeah, she's done. Yeah, she's out. Yeah. Um, and it deservedly so. She you said, had. You said that she said something about it on her Twitter, right? Yeah, when she so, yeah. So here in the 2006 thing, she was district attorney. During her time as district attorney, she had uh, there were like ten. Ooh, okay, she's she went on TV to talk about. Oh, uh, there were ten violations and then like zero prosecutions of police brutality during her time as district attorney. So. Uh, she did nothing during her time when she could actually do something. Um, let's see. If you keep going. Uh, shoot. I don't remember when it was. But it was It was about. It was obviously about uh, Floyd's murder. And it, she said, like, this tragic thing shouldn't have happened to him. And, and then uh, Shuan had followed it up with, like, oh, thank goodness you weren't around to help. Right. <laughs> Even right. though, like uh she is and she should be helping but she's really doing nothing yeah um so i'm sure a lot of you have kind of been on top of the footage that's going on and how this is spreading wildly to uh 
lots of other cities. I mean, the the I'll, I don't want to talk about it yet because it's 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 the it's so good what's happening with this one aspect yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have to admit, uh, I am enjoying the fuck out of this. Me too. It, we have been calling and i know like it's jokingly we've been calling for a big structural change via violent revolution not that strange because here's us with steve <laughs> when we interviewed steve and we play here different vocabulary and then watching a different network and i really do think somebody like you could get all the disaffected people that are going to inevitably get fucked by this uh to start to like realize they're all on the same team as the the elite democrats and republicans are too to take up arms for a cause, because I, I got to tell you, Steve, like I, I, I love your message, and I, and I, I, I think that somebody like like you needs to have a voice in politics. But I don't really see us moving forward with any of this without violence. Uh, I would like to believe that that's not the case yet. <laughs> I mean, I am trying. I am trying. Like that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to do this the right way, the the way that doesn't have a bunch of people end up getting their heads chopped off. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm running for office. I'm trying to do it the right way. Um, but this is not the last step if I don't make it. And if it, if it proves impossible, there are other options. And, th- mm-hmm. and those options, um, you know, need to be uh, held in our back pockets, yeah. to, to be perfectly honest. Because um, I am a student of history. I love history. I read more history than I, and th- of any subject. And uh, this is a cycle that happens all the time. It, can, it always happens, you know, all around the world, hundreds of years apart, um, different societies. Uh, the, eventually, the rich end up manipulating things. They end up controlling everything. The poor rise up and they kill them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so back to us now. Um, fucking called it. Yeah. And I mean we've been saying this. And, but and, that and is the, reason, the most documented. The reason thing why that was on know. my lips was just because it was it, like I was watching the Amud Arbery, is that you say his name? Uh the shooting in Georgia. Arbery, yeah. yeah. Um and I just I, I I I was talking to a friend about this how I, I like I'm never I'm not like uh, I don't I don't like to give predictions to do like I told you so moments. It's more like I have an ability to just number one kind of sense tension and number mm-hmm. two like just I am such a voracious reader of what's going on and like right wing sources, left wing sources, far right sources, far left sources, and just like trying to then distill that down to like maybe some kind of reality. And this was this is the perfect storm because I thought that that shooting in Georgia would be the one that would do it. Um, But it's not really anything to do with these people that died necessarily. It's more about we're all locked in our houses. We're getting money to buy shit to do riot and do shit. Um, we're not working. And so it's like the perfect storm. And plus like this stay at home order has extended way too long. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- way too long. And so people are already antsy and they want a reason to rise up and start doing this, uh, rightfully so. And now we're doing it. Yeah. And I mean, like hundreds of peaceful protests have ended in absolutely nothing getting done, mm-hmm. but this huge riot, uh, is, is leading to things actually happening quicker than they should or than they usually do. And I was thinking about that because I, I initially I was on the fence of like, I'm fine with rioting, but the looting is like where I kind of draw the line. But then I thought, think of it this way. Uh, the, the two biggest stores that when this first started off, they got robbed were two huge big box stores. Mm-hmm. And 
the thing that could potentially happen if this keeps going and they're burning a bunch of shit, like, yes, there will be civilians that are or, or civilian businesses that are casualties of this because mobs are indiscriminate. But a company like Target is going to look at the government of where they got burned down and be like and look at this case and be like, you didn't fucking handle this. And so we're going to pull out all of our money and all of our infrastructure if you don't fix this fucking problem. Yeah. It won't be for any altruistic reason. It'll be for their bottom it's, line. It's the money. It, yeah. It's always the money. The thing is, like, if you are writing corporations, not small businesses, loot the corporations, loot Target if you have to loot. Do not target like restaurants that are down the street that are owned by a family or like just don't they don't are do that. they are but i mean but what's what, and they also burned down an affordable housing complex which i think is that amazing. was an accident from what i remember Shh, but who, who cares what i read but um yeah. but the the great thing though is that um there's been so much talk about how if white people were doing this uh they 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 uh they wouldn't be arrested or some kind of shit and it's like People are so quick to forget that the protests that were going up in Michigan, those those armed protests, there were plenty of black people, but they didn't take pictures of them, who legally owned guns and were like outside protesting the same shit. There were brown people, black people, and white people. The majority of them were white people. But what's been cool to watch is uh, very similar to the rooftop Koreans I showed you in mm -hmm. 1992, the riots in L.A. I just saw this too. There's the... been black people mm -hmm. with, with rifles that you would have to go through a rigorous process to uh, you know get these weapons They're, it's fucking rad to right. see that it's like yeah fucking stand your ground because against, against this, police and and looters if they come to your small business yeah this has been such a perfect demonstration of the power of the second amendment i feel so fucking vindicated mm -hmm. because dude i cannot tell you how many times i'd have a conversation with people which is the line we all we, we use but it always gets shown every single time of like we have these to fight back a tyrannical government. That's what they are there for. That's why mm -hmm. it is our right to bear them. People go like, do you really think you'd win against the government? And it's like, the cops were literally running away. They fled yes. two nights ago. Yeah, and it, it's like, Ugh. and like, yeah, if the National Guard comes in and starts spraying bullets, it's like, we, it'll mobilize so many fucking people to come to that area with guns to fight back against it. They will not win. Mm -hmm. We have way too many. We, the, our numbers outnumber them in a huge degree. And then, mm -hmm. if the military is now because their families will join everybody, and then most people who uh, are in the military have families that are pro Second Amendment. Like there is mm -hmm. no fucking way they can win this. Yeah. No and way. so w what they have to do now, our government is fucking change. And so this isn't the way that I would have done it. But I, I but I guess I guess this works. I, I suppose it's like I. I just, I, I don't know. So I, the, the guillotine I've been joking about is now a serious matter. And yeah. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I need to sort of deepen up my voice uh, if people want to take me seriously in the revolution. Um, we got to build it. Yeah. We, we got to build the fucking guillotine. Uh, whether that's like um, an analogy for something else or like real, it, it just something needs to happen and heads need to roll. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, I mean, like you said, it is the bottom line. But when people start dying, like a lot of people start dying, things will change for sure. Um, and it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. it, it's definitely going to happen. Uh, can you read? Uh, can you read Jacob's comment? Because I want to talk about that. Oh yeah, Trump's tweet was so dumb. I don't agree. And um, but I know we don't. I think, we don't yeah, agree I think on we'll it. differ on this. Um, so here's the tweet. Uh, I can't stand back and watch this happen to a great American city, Minneapolis, a lack of a total lack of leadership, either the very weak, radical left mayor, Jacob Frey, get his act together and bring the city under control, or I, I will send in the National Guard and get the job done. right. So the interesting thing about this is that he this is literally on the heels of him saying that Twitter can't do this. 
anymore. Yeah. And he signed an executive order and they did it. And so I think he was trying to prove a point. And then here's the rest of it. The reply to that is these thugs are dishonoring the, mem the memory of George Floyd and I won't let that happen. Just spoke to Governor Tim Waltz and told him that the military is with him all the way. Any difficulty and we will assume control, but when the looting starts, the shooting starts. So the reason, Thank you. The reason why I like this tweet is that he is now, uh, and he's been pretty good about tweeting about the George Floyd thing, but what he's doing now is weaponizing the looting against the legacy of George Floyd. And so what he's essentially done here is taken the race completely out of this. It's like, but, the, but everyone is trying to say that because he said thugs, he's talking about black people. And that means that you're fucking racist, not him. The word thug is old tiny as shit. Thugs and goons and haberdashery. I mean, it's it's a fucking old as shit term. Yeah, Tupac fucking took it back in, in the 90s, but it's like, it's not, you choose to make that a black term. You choose to do that. And so, in the way that I read this was also, uh, when the looting starts, the shooting starts, a dude got shot when he was looting by black people that were protecting the business. It's like... And seven people got shot in Louisville um, uh, protesting Brianna. What's her last name? Brianna Taylor? Yeah. Brianna Taylor, yeah. She she got killed because of a no-knock raid that happened in her house uh, that didn't have any reason. Right. So people in Louisville, Kentucky are also protesting. And he so he followed up with this uh, in like an interview. He said what he was saying was he's stating a fact that when looting starts, people, shooting people die. starts. But I don't think it was... Uh, <laughs> I don't think he actually means that. I don't think that he meant it as a as a fact. I mean, in the same tweet, he says the military is with the is with the governor all the way. Any, that, any it, difficulty, it just, and we will assume control over the police force. He's not talking about like I just think dude, it's so dangerous. There is no, of course. And if he had more characters to type or whatever, he probably would have clarified that as he did later. But it's like there's no way he was talking about the military executing protesters. There's no fucking way that's what he was talking about. You, I mean, you have to be just use your fucking brain and, and like and if people not you, but like just he's not stupid. He's not a stupid person. He knows the optics of this. And like if he in any way goes against the narrative that George Floyd was murdered and that these protests are justified and which are now devolved into riots, he's not going to win again because this is clearly not a partisan issue, number one. George, like the fact that George Floyd should not have died. And it's so clearly not really even a race issue because most of the protesters that I'm seeing are fucking white kids. And so like, or, or at least I'm seeing plenty. I mean, it's a pretty racially, even with masks, I can tell. And so like, I mean, our thumbnail is a fucking white kid. So who's the one who's outside of the of the police precinct in Minneapolis burning it the fuck down, which was wild when that happened last night. I was just mm. like, holy shit, they've actually entered the police precinct and it's on fucking fire. This is this is real. This is real shit now because there's an armory in there. The cops just fucking bailed. Of course. Well, they yeah, they, they left because and I said this to you that they're cowardly and you use the term paper tigers. Yeah, I think that's just a perfect description of what they're actually capable of. They have no. They they cannot fight back. They no. have they are scared. They're outnumbered. I mean, totally outnumbered. They're outnumbered, and, and, and they, they even though they are wearing three thousand dollar like SWAT uniforms, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean, they, they run. These people will literally rip your face apart. Like yeah. this, this is not. And and again, it's like, yeah. Can you read Yanoni's comment because that's also really important. The second to last one. Uh, Obama called Baltimore rioter thugs in right the he called he Baltimore called, rioters thugs in twenty fifteen. He absolutely did. Yeah. So it's like. 
So who's racist here? It's like because Trump uses the the word thug, he's a fucking right. He's talking about black. What the like again? This is the shit that like has to go and in, go into your head. And of course, there are racists who will read that, but they're already the ones that are calling black people animals and all kinds of horrible shit. They're the ones who will think this anyway. But but I, I think that like me is kind of just a neutral person read this and was like, this isn't fucking racist. And and then everybody talking about it being racist were the people. What you know who it was? It was people like this. Uh, this is Brian Stelter, who we've talked about on the podcast before. When a CNN camera hit the ground, America saw the world through George Floyd's eyes at Philip Kennecott writes. So he's trying to conflate uh, his reporter getting arrested with George Floyd dying. Right. Fucking buck up, Nancy. <laughs> fucking relax, you fucking queen. Right. This isn't about you. This isn't about CNN either. And fortunately, people fucking realized it. So here they are Jeez, at the we're, CNN. We're blasting through our content the, the, here. I wanted to talk more about CNN. We will. Uh, so this, this is them at the CNN headquarters in, in, uh, in Atlanta. <laughs> fucking good. Yeah. These, these people aren't fooled anymore. No. We, know, we know you're not on our side. Yeah. And we're sick of you pretending to be. Yeah. We're fucking sick of it. What I thought, it it's hard to... Um, so there was a, a video of Omar Jimenez, I think that's his name, uh, a CNN reporter getting arrested this yeah. morning, early this morning for, I guess, just... I mean, they didn't give any kind of reasoning. Um, and then the police tried to lie and say that there was a reason and there really wasn't. So the police ask, asked uh, Omar and his camera crew and his producer to move. They moved and the police followed them, uh, surrounded them and arrested the reporter on camera, mm -hmm. then arrested the producer on camera and then arrested the cameraman. And yep. that's the angle that you just saw. Uh, where he put the camera down. Where he put the camera down. Um, and so he was like, why am I being arrested? Uh, can you tell me why I'm being arrested? And they were just putting handcuffs on him and walking him away, mm -hmm. uh, providing no reason, which is an absolute abuse of power. Absolutely. And, like, um, I, I will even, I will, def I'm not defending CNN, but I will defend that reporter's mm -hmm. right to be there and report on it. And like people, again, this is like, this is where the right fucks up the same way the left does when the, like, um, uh, when they're trying to just over, like over justify things. The right is trying to say that he was pushing past certain barriers. Good. I want my reporters mm -hmm. to fucking be in the thick of it in danger. Yep. I want them right there. Mm -hmm. And, and like, like all these fucking dude, I, it was amazing. J uh, Jacob was talking about these live streams. Uh, my, my buddy sent me one last night and it was, I, I don't know how they pulled it off. It was these, these four kids on the ground uh, in Minneapolis, um, I think somebody was probably at home controlling it, but it was four cameras uh, from on phones. I imagine they're like mounted to the kids that were walking mm -hmm. around, full HD, full Jeez. HD, live streaming on four different corners. I think somebody was like doing what I'm doing here and just kind of managing everything and turning volumes up on some and down on others when things were happening. It was astonishing the power that we have in times like this as just normal fucking citizens. It, it, it's incredible. You cannot hide shit anymore. Yeah. And, and again, it, it's like, uh, you know, um, if, if the, these CNN reporters were pushing past a boundary that they were they, they were not supposed to, good. Because all these fucking kids are going to do it if you're not. And, and we're better at this than you. And we're not as scared as you. And so I think that that's the part about this that's so extraordinary to me is this is just absolutely the the man the police force and the management of the police force is completely out of fucking control mm -hmm. so uh can you read tom's comment yes I, I saw this too tom something i saw today that supports your thoughts 
This is a quote. The problem is not the white racist KKK member. It is the white Hillary supporter. And, and, and that's who's that? Van Van Jones. Van Jones. So so mm. correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I have been consuming so much footage, so much of it. And I have not seen any of the graffiti or any of the people talking that are willing to go on camera mention Trump at all. Hmm. This is not about Trump. It's not. It's really not. I mean, it... it and Jacob's saying that he added fuel to the fire. There's already a fucking fire, bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, it's on fire. What I worry about about Trump's tweet, to bring it back to that, uh, is that he, you mentioned the people who are already racist. They've already got it ingrained in their brains. They're, they'll see thugs and, and think of bad black people. And uh, those are the same people who are out defending City Hall with AK-47s and, and full, like, tactical gear. But again, like, you, you look at any of these clips where things start to, like, escalate, and it's it's a, it's equally an, it's white kids. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, this is not, again, what I think has been accidentally figured out is what I was saying to Steve. This is not a racial issue. Mm -hmm. Yes, George Floyd was black. And I could give you a list of tons of white kids by, from no-knock raids or that kid that was on the floor begging for his life with weird commands and they just shot him with their I mean, the L.A. race riots are a huge example of, of this kind of thing. Yeah. Well, th that was, I mean, that that was a little different, but... but Didn't Rod... Wasn't Rodney King... Rodney King was black, yes. He was black and he was beaten and he survived. Yeah. Uh, and, like, days into the, the riots, he was like, can we all just get along? People were like, fuck no. Right. Because it wasn't about Rodney King. No. It was about the abuse and, the and the brutality. With, and the same with George Floyd's family. They're telling them to knock it off and people... It's not happening. No. But the difference now is that the spread of information, footage, timelines, it is instant. And mm -hmm. so... I think, and what I've been hearing is a lot of people that are coming into Minneapolis aren't fucking from, they're not from there. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and, and and they all, like, speaking of just the, the racial stuff, it's like, we all have that video of that weird guy with the umbrella going yeah. up and starting the fire we by the AutoZone. And uh, I've seen things that he may be a, like, maybe a cop, but he's so covered up, it's it's really impossible to tell. I, so I saw a text thread. But he's who white. Knows how he's white. Real, yeah, he point. is white. I saw a text thread, who knows how real it is, of somebody texting his ex-wife a picture of him uh, from that video, a screenshot from that video. He's wearing a gas mask that has, like, purple, uh, like, filters on the ends. It, it and she's is. like, I recognize that mask because it's mine. Ooh. And, uh, and this is his ex-wife texting. And he's also wearing a pair of tactical boots that she recognizes. So she identifies it as, as him. And she says that he's fucking insane, that he's like always wanted to do this kind of thing an and ex instigate ex-wife. So I know, I know, I know. Uh, that's why I said that's why I did the qualifier. Of, I don't know how real this is or how valid this is or whatever. But uh, he is sort of identified, maybe identified as somebody who had a propensity for kind of stirring up chaos. And he's he's acting too calm in that video with the umbrella. He's it's got his whole body weird. covered so he doesn't get identified. It's scary. Let me see if I can find that clip. Uh, but yeah, also, yeah, you, and like, just, just to be just so people remember, um, this is what was happening. Shit, this is what was happening in Hong Kong. There were there were like a, like uh, government sponsored agitators uh, mm -hmm. in in the crowd. Um, it is to discredit the rioters to make guy. us look like animals. Right. Shu has tweeted it, but she's probably tweeted so fucking much in the last 24 hours. Um, I'll find it. But this is what they do. These agent provocateurs are... I just saw it. You did? Yep. There it is. Yeah. 
This is the tail end of it, but this is them confronting the suspicious man. This is after he's broken the glass of the auto zone with a, a like a glass shatter. And set fire. And set fire to it. He's completely covered in black gear, a gas mask, an umbrella. If you keep following me, I'm going to punch you right now, he says. And so he's he's attacking the, the rioters. Clearly, you can see his alignment. And he's walking away as if he's guilty of something. So, so the, I, I mean, who knows? But uh, Can you read uh, Neononi's comment here? This is regarding uh, Brian Stelter. And, can you like, scroll back up? Oops, sorry. Brian Stelter. Uh, what were you saying? Sorry. Just can you read his, it's regarding like reporters being in the field. Okay. We give journalists Pulitzers for embedding themselves in actual battlefields. We should encourage that domestically as well. Yes. Yeah. And Agreed. then this one too. Remember the undercover feds who were starting shit during the WTO riot? Most people don't because uh, nothing ever happened to them. It was completely dropped. Yep. 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 So this this is all this reach a fever pitch. It's it's all it's all over. Um, it's in I think it's Houston's going on right now. Uh, I think Jacob just said Atlanta. Um, there was something that happened. Well, yeah, Atlanta is the HQ for CNN. It was, right, exactly. Um, there was some rioting going on, not rioting, but they were blocking the 101 freeway in downtown Los Angeles. I think that'll escalate over the weekend. Yep. Um, it's it's gonna just it's gonna happen everywhere. Like mm -hmm. people keep saying, well, like I had a I had a buddy, the same friend I've been talking to, my friend Jack, and he keeps saying he, he in the beginning earlier yesterday he was like, oh, the next thing is gonna come along and people are gonna stop. And then I just kept sending him updates, and he's like, fuck, dude, this is it's not, not stopping. stopping. There's no way. Um, and so much so that they're now at the fucking White House. This is crazy. So people have managed to toss over the temporary barricades. They're being pushed back by the Secret Service. More police arriving. That's crazy, dude. So you get it. Uh, like, it, it's... This this is a perfect example though of play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Like mm -hmm. if you breach this wall, you will get mowed down. Yeah, there is no fucking question about it. Like this is the line you cannot cross. Mm -hmm. And so this will be fucking interesting if they manage to get over this. Well, they are breaking in and they aren't getting shot yet. Uh, if they do, I, I'll eat my is, words. If this is but... all barbed wire here or spikes. Uh, maybe I can't tell. Um, it's hard to tell. Um, it looks like a wrought iron fence. I'm gonna mute it. Yeah, what I can tell though, and this, what has been interesting about this is like, the front lines of these uh, riots and protests, I've been seeing all white people. And the thing is, I see black people encouraging it on Twitter. They're like, this is how to prevent more black people from getting killed. Because they, are, they haven't shot very many white people, but they shot seven people of color in Louisville, Kentucky. So like it, with white people, I saw like a, a picture of, of like white people, like crossing arms between like, like linking up their arms between black protesters and the police and moving forward with the black protesters so that the police can't get to them directly. I've seen a lot of uh, people on Twitter like encouraging right. that sort of thing because the the idea is that they aren't going to shoot the the chain of white people in front of them. When I've said for a long time of like every one of the cases that Black Lives Matter chose to run with, which was which was you know for instance the one that started Ferguson, what was his name, um, Michael Brown, that that was not a good example. And then even if you take um, uh, the guy who got uh, the I, the other I can't breathe guy, uh, uh, Eric Garner, Eric Garner. That 
that kind of was a freak accident. Like it was too convoluted and weird. This one is the one you needed mm-hmm. because you ignored cut and dry. You ignored Tamir Rice. You ignored Fernando Castillo, which those two were totally cut and dry. And you ignored both of them. And I don't know why you ran with these two stupid ones that were like way too fucking weird. Like you could not get people to mobilize over those two. Uh, with Michael Brown, I, I don't. He didn't deserve to die, but he was certainly asking for it. And then with with uh, with the other uh, with uh, Eric Garner, it was like they again this kneeling on the neck thing. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. This is a fucking bad move. Whoever yeah. taught them to do that? Because it's like a bunch of people who took like adult karate and think they're like some fucking badass. And it's like, yeah, dude, if the person is submitting to a person with a gun and you're kneeling on their neck, it's like it's it's, it's clearly an abuse of power. Absolutely, that they aren't fighting back. Obviously, no. And so the the document came out of of. Just how long he was kneeling on his neck? On it's on, like nine minutes. Yeah, nine minutes. Uh, three of the the last three of those minutes, he's unresponsive. Right. How long do you have to kneel on someone's neck uh, to maybe just put handcuffs on them? Right. You need what thirty seconds? Jacob Larson says, "I've seen way worse videos than this. This is nothing, dude. Just wait. Like what? What you like? This is what you saw when when it was starting in in Minneapolis." It was nothing at first, and then the second night comes, it gets fucking wild. So if they're already here, more people have seen this video, and they're mm-hmm. coming. So It has 330,000 views as of the time that you pulled it up on Twitter. So if we had refreshed this page, it might even be like a million at this point. Um, the, <laughs> I just like, I'm so... Oh, we. I want to talk about uh, his arrest. Um uh Chauvin, too, Chauvin's arrest. This is this is this is this is going to get really fucking ugly too, I think. Mm-hmm. So Chauvin was uh officially arrested and charged with uh manslaughter and third degree murder. Now the terms for third degree murder uh is that it was by accident. And so is manslaughter typically as well. Manslaughter by accident, third degree murder by accident. Um look, like I am willing to say uh, without a doubt that there was some intent uh, behind how long he kept his knee on his neck. Maybe he didn't mean to kill him, but he certainly knew that the move he was doing was dangerous enough to kill uh, and suffocate somebody in his police training or whatever the fuck. He certainly knew how long it would take if somebody passed out uh, to kneel on their neck and kill them. He knew that information, and yet he continued to do it. Right. I think it's it's reckless to say to use the to, to understate it it's it's so unbelievably reckless no it's not because if they charge him with first degree murder uh which is premeditated murder he will not get charged he will not he will he, he will right. walk what second degree murder is not premeditated but uh like intent to kill right intent intent to kill but i, I guarantee you like dude if you give him manslaughter and third degree murder he will stay behind bars for a long fucking time and never work in the police force ever again do not get greedy with these charges, or he will not get charged. The thing is, I don't think he's going to get charged. I don't think he's going to get and um, I don't sentenced either. Or because, because so here's the uh, fucking, convicted. Excuse here's me, that's the, the fucking term. problem. So they've already they brought in some fucking crooked coroner who said he did not die of asphyxiation. Yep. So the the coroner is saying that he had underlying health causes that that led to his death. Maybe he had a heart attack or he had some drugs that's in his saying. system. That's, that, 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 both of those things. They're saying that he had yep. cocaine in his system and he had heart failure. That is so fucking absurd. Yep. We've all seen the video and it's of like, him dying. It's like, guys, do you want the country to burn? Like, 
Just mm-hmm. at the very least, if you don't, like, you may like this guy. This guy may be an integral part of your police force, but throw him under the fucking bus. I mean, look at his 15-year record. He's had I, 10 instances I, I, of I know. police brutality I, I, I know. But this, and zero prosecution. But this is, this, I mean, same with Kelly Thomas, the guy in Fullerton, white guy mm-hmm. who got beaten to death. Literally, there's a whole video of it on, on, on by a Latino cop, by the way, mm-hmm. who had a huge fucking record yeah, of the same I know. shit. Because every one of these investigations are done internally which is what I've been saying for years when Black Lives Matter started, is you need to focus on two things, body cams and taking these investigations out of internal. Like, they can't yep. be internal. They cannot. they cannot. Because they should be charged like people. It's, mm-hmm. it should, like, every single time these things happen, it should it should be, like, uh, like I, I don't know, the Department of Justice. Like, some, some like, random, non-connected arbiter of justice. But I'm telling you, man, if they get greedy with these charges, um, and the problem is that they're going to they're be tempted to because these protesters are going to demand that the charges are bigger but i guarantee you if you make it first degree murder he will not he will not get charged did you know that like less than half of coroners are actually doctors (laughs) no you have to have like very few qualifications to be an official coroner uh so few of them are actually certified doctors to determine what's in their blood system what what whatever like uh they just they are so not the vast majority of them are so not qualified to determine how somebody dies, but they have the certification to be a coroner somehow. Right. Um, it's 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 like you take a crash course in dead bodies and you you can be a coroner. Uh, these people are not to be trusted. Can you read, Get uh, an actual doctor to to do this. Can you read Ian Oni's comment and then all the way down? Castillo was the the right Second Amendment crowd's chance to call for action and justice despite and they race. Didn't. But we dropped the ball. It's yep. sad. We definitely did. Uh, he's going to get acquitted. He ain't going to jail, says Jacob. Yeah, uh, agreed. And then, sadly, Neonani says, sadly, you're probably right. I can count the cops convicted of this type of shit on one hand. One hand. Exactly. I mean, Jesus. It's He's not... The way they're already setting it up so that he can get acquitted is so obvious. Right. But it's just going to lead to chaos. Well, and More that, chaos. And good. Yeah, it and should. Good. It should. Because, because to me, this this... I don't know what where George Floyd stood on any of this kind of stuff, but if you wanted a fucking legacy of change, he got it. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 like I think I think it's fair to say, and I probably have said it on this podcast for months now. I think even since probably one of our first Corona casts, that there is going to be a match that will ignite and start a crazy amount of violence in this country. And this is it. And what's great about it is it doesn't like ideologically, it doesn't seem to be one sided at all. Mm-hmm. Like there there is. Com- like nearly universal and, and again like this idea of like the this horde of people reading trump's tweets uh and taking this racist I-, I cannot find any outspoken right-wing person who is not condemning this crime right i really can't and yeah. so like and if you can find them they're probably some fucking fringe weirdo like nobody nobody mm-hmm. is like there was a little bit of rumblings when this first happened of like i need to see more video and that's kind of how i felt too i'm like i need to see more than what i've just I've seen like I don't think that like I watched the whole thing what the cop did was atrocious but what led up to that in the first place and and I just need to know before I make some big statement about it or whatever uh, uh, publicly like and you guys have to think too like when we're doing this uh we don't have a humongous audience but this is still my voice mm-hmm. put out into the fucking universe so I have to be like especially with things like this because the charge of racism is so it's a scarlet letter if you get it like even though the word has been rendered meaningless by the the left and all this like ridiculous shit like if the world 
the the media and everything is so fucking powerful that they they find you dangerous and that term sticks on you. You're in deep shit mm -hmm. for future prospects in anything. So with these types of situations, or probably one of the few times where I'm trying to be fucking careful, and I think even when Jesse Smollett first first happened, I didn't. I knew what the reality was, but chose not to speculate on it until I knew more. And so that's what this was too. Um, yeah. Uh, Tom says the coroner of Butler County, Pennsylvania, is a funeral director. That is exactly what you'll get as a as an official coroner of your county. Uh, you don't have to be a medical doctor, which is insane to me. Um, let's see. Look up Kenneth Michael Trentadue's official autopsy result. He was beaten from head to toe, including bruises on the soles of his feet, and strangled in FBI custody. Their coroner ruled it suicide. <laughs> a private coroner determined that it was a murder, and his family won a wrongful death civil suit. Look, like, we don't hear about that, obviously, because all we care about is the uh, the initial coroner announcing how somebody died, or all, all like, the establishment cares about is the initial uh, coroner. Right. And, and, and again, like... You know what's so, so fucking interesting to me is like so much of what the media, t like what they're talking about is largely red states that were just like, we need to fucking open. We need to, we need mm -hmm. to open. We need to like, we need to just, and some of them being more, I guess, libertarian than others about like masks to the point where it was almost kind of embarrassing. Do you hear any of these fucking people talking about social distancing or any of this dumb shit with these riots? No. Because it didn't fucking matter. It doesn't. It At this point... Who gives a fuck? Yeah. There's Minneapolis is completely on fire. Who gives a shit about, I mean, the coronavirus probably dies in the fire. Who knows? But like, who gives a shit about social distancing or wearing masks for the sake of keeping yourself from spreading to spreading illness to other people? We're wearing masks now to hide our identities, masks <laughs> and sunglasses <laughs> and hats, which I'm gladly going to do if it comes to Long Beach. I've said that before. I, yeah, no. Um, if it comes to if it comes to here, like I'll gladly don a black mask, sunglasses, and a black hat to take to the street. I'm, because I'm, you know what they're gonna do if they know who you are. What I'm gonna find really interesting is if it comes to a place like New York, which it already kind of was a little bit yesterday, or L.A. kind of widespread. <laughs> if people are wearing masks, open carry mm. in a state that you're not allowed to. Fucking do it, because fuck states that don't let me do that. I resent California so fucking much for not letting me carry a gun if I want to. Yeah. E even if it's like, like I, I this don't is the exact reason you would need one. I don't a need a tyrannical government. I don't need open carry. I, I don't. I, I really don't. But uh, concealed carry, dude. If you file for a permit in California for concealed carry, mm -hmm. they will charge you five thousand dollars and then just not approve, not approve it because you have to like, fuck, like, dude. Their their criteria for which you need to prove that you you have to prove that you are in enough danger to carry one. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. Like, this this, this is the reality that we're in. And again, like, if the mob moves here and it gets as indiscriminate as mobs do, I'm fucking caring. Yeah. I'm not going to risk my life because of your dumb fucking rules about this. Because your fucking dumb liberal cunty state decided that, like, what is on the Second Amendment, I'm not allowed to do what the fuck I want with it. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it anymore. And, and let's, let's be completely fair. The state is the enemy at this point. Right. It, we're not saying that because... Like, like, yes, fuck the liberal state, but we're saying that because, like, clearly they have uh, hindered our ability to fight back. But the, the thing is, these riots are happening largely in liberal fucking areas. Mm -hmm. And, like, I, I have to say, man, like, like saying liberal, I'm not talking about, 
uh, about these, largely these protesters, like the ones who are doing it indiscriminately, is not what I'm talking about. The protesters are largely well-intentioned people on the left, mm-hmm. not lefties, not like... N- n- not like, liberals. They are progressive people trying to make change. And simultaneously, the ones who legally have guns there are people that are probably center-right. Because mm-hmm. guns have, for some fucking reason, become a partisan issue. Right. And, and Steve said on, on our interview, or maybe on his, his website, I forget if he said explicitly on our interview, his whole stance about guns is that, like, poor communities should arm themselves. Yes. For exactly this reason. Yep. They should be armed. They should not be anti-gun. And we've kind of been brainwashed into thinking that we should be anti-gun because if we're on the left. every time there's a mass shooting, mm-hmm. they, 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 they never talk about why it happened. Yeah. Ever. Like... Dude, I'm I'm legit angry right now. I know B- because because it's the kind of thing of like, we have like, be- I think that I'm I'm willing to be this angry and verbose about it because I have been screaming about this shit like about how, it, like, everything that they do to keep us safe, safe is to just take shit away from us every fucking time. Mm-hmm. And, and and now we're here. Right. The, Where did the it Patriot fucking get Act, you? the fucking how like in liberal states only cops have guns, like Jacob just said. Like, yeah, where did that get us? And now it, we're vulnerable and we cannot fight back. And and thank Christ that through whatever means possible, I have accumulated a lot of weapons that are either here or not. And so it's like, <laughs> like that kind of It is Schrodinger's weapons, Schrodinger's armory in here. And several of them that don't exist. I'll put it that way. So it's like, <laughs> so like, think about it. Like if you, like, yeah. uh, California tried to fuck us out of this too. It's like when the government's acting like this, if they decide to take control, do you want a gun with a fucking serial number where they know you have right. it and where you live? Fuck that. And mm-hmm. so this is proving every second amendment advocates point at this point. Yeah. Like, and, and again, like even Dana Lash, the head of the, the NRA, which the NRA has fucked up at, at so many different metrics. But at the end of the day, you have to understand the NRA is a citizen funded advocacy group and lobbyist for gun owners. Mm. Yes, they take money from weapons manufacturers. Of course they do. But it's like at the end of the day, they're not the fucking enemy. And like Dana Lash was retweeting pictures of those, those black guys who are protecting businesses with their guns. And she's like, fuck yes. Mm. And it's like, that's what this is about. This is about, we need, like, we need to be as equally armed as the people who are <laughs> sent to protect us, but they're not. I think luckily enough, there are more guns in the United States than there are citizens. Uh, so the people who own those guns are probably willing to arm the rest of their family. Yes. Uh, so the people who have 14 guns in their basement, that whole family is armed and ready to fight yeah. back, luckily. But the thing is, like in places like this, where this is a pretty gun dry state, I mean, like, I know family members who do have guns. I mean, my sister lives in Florida. Of course, she has a gun. She, like, keeps it, like, close by. Um, but here, I only know, like, a couple people who, who do have them. And no more than one or two. Right. So, it, in in liberal states, where protesting is happening most often, uh, we are most vulnerable. Yes. Which is uh, almost as if it's by design. And I... And I well, yeah, and and the thing, the thing that by state design, the thing that I want to make really, really clear too, um, is that like the way that I have framed this from the start has been about a tyrannical government. But at the same time, like I have said, mobs are indiscriminate, mm-hmm. and so this this state has neutered us 
with a with to rely numerous of weapons to rely on a police force that ran the fuck away when shit hit the fan. So why would you trust these people to protect you at this point? They will not be able to. But if you can hole up in your house with more weapons than the people outside, you'll probably be fine. All this shit you've been hoarding and gathering doesn't mean shit if you can't fight back. Mm -hmm. And you won't fight back with a fucking knife. Give me a break. Because if you fight back with a knife, they'll come back with their friend that has a gun. Yeah. Uh, can you read? Um, hang on one second. Yeah, show me. Show it to me. I'm a horrible right... This is Neon Oni. I'm a horrible right-wing deplorable... Uh, yet nothing brings a smile to my f nothing brings more of a smile to my face than seeing armed groups of Me people too. of color exercising their Second Amendment rights. Me too. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, like this is what we should be doing. And uh, here we go. Uh, Brett Case says Luxembourg was correct about uh, arming the left as much as possible. Yep. If we had, if if the left was a pro Second Amendment, uh, like political affiliation, we'd be unstoppable. And then re reading Anony's comment. Um, yeah, billions will be spent fortifying police precincts from here on out. They'll get more MRAPs and APCs, too. And when they do, I want a fucking bazooka. Yep. Yeah. Like, Because if you're going to do that, if you're going to make that choice, if that's what you're going to choose to do because you guys are too much of cowards to protect what you feel is yours, mm -hmm. then I want fucking grenades. Yeah. Because I'm going to just keep, we need to keep it level. Yeah. Level playing field. They already have shit we don't have access to. But let's just, we're, at this point, I don't know why anybody who is a, a normal average civilian in this country would see it any differently at this point. Yeah. These people aren't here for us. They're, they're not. And like, yes, of course there are good cops, whatever. But it's like, there are, there are enough who will protect the state before they'll protect you. You can't trust them. Mm -hmm. It is hard for me to say that there are any good cops when you see uh, Chauvin kneeling on, on uh, Floyd's neck and three cops standing around him not doing a single thing about it as if they have no authority to tell their colleague to stop come on yeah there has to be something within them that is grappling with the fact of with what is right and what is wrong and also with with their power over the situation why couldn't they have stopped their colleague from from killing from murdering George Floyd and think about all the think about think about all the fucking crime that that cops are are dispatched to take care of it's fucking drugs. Make them fucking legal. Did you see that thing about uh, <laughs> New York crime rates went down when police... Uh, Stopped making these petty when, dumb arrests. When police actually... Um, what is it called? A strike? When, when police actually did a strike, uh, crime rates went down in New York. Which is fucking, they don't love, they don't like to talk about it because it completely disproves their point of like, you need police to protect you and keep, and keep crime rates down. Uh, no, when you, when you take away this, this brutal, uh, oppressive force from us, we aren't animals, we aren't savages. Uh, you are the ones who, who make us savages. You guys do this to us. Can you uh, read, read Brett's comment? Because this is so true. Come I love to Oregon. Oregon. I know. I fucking love Oregon, Brett. Come to Oregon. We have tons of left-wing gun groups. I'm in one. Because liberals, exactly liberals think that Oregon is Portland. And it's not. It's not. <laughs> it That's is the one safe haven for these these weird DSA liberals. Yeah. weirdo fucking liberals. But, but the majority of the state... Like, I think it's no illusion anymore. Like, the, the, the word liberal has been so mutated into just pussies. And I, I like... And... Like I, anybody who's out, like I commend everybody who's out there burning shit down right now. Yeah, like, me too. I will join them if they come here. I will too, and it's and so it's one of those things of of I. No one's a fucking liberal anymore. You're not because all the shit that they've been selling you has been a fucking lie, and you mm -hmm. see it in real time now. You you really do. 
and, and you're not a conservative either. That's not my point. It's like these groups, these these parties, as, as Steve has been talking about, which is why I still support everything I said to him and why I like him, is these parties are over. It's over. Mm-hmm. And like, I think the right, like Trump's vision, think whatever you will about him, destroyed what the GOP message was forever. It's like, if there's not a focus on religion anymore or like having religion guide your your morals and your, it's, it's over because the dude has no morals. So it's like, Christians can't defend him. It's it's impossible. Like the his first controversy when he got into office was paying a prostitute to fuck him <laughs> with her big giant oily tits. So like it's not about that anymore. And and if and, and there's some people who will lie about it. Like they talk about the morality of the country or whatever and it's like the reason why I appreciate Trump a lot of the time is that he's like us. Like he's fucking rich as shit. And so he's not in that kind of way, but in terms of how he speaks, it, it's just a fucking normal dumb dumb dude. But again, it's like, there's no, like, I was talking, when we were talking to Steve, that idea of what is presidential, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm like, you don't, what, what is presidential is like, almost like watching a PBS news hour. We don't want I that anymore. I think Steve's Twitter is a good example of how like presidential doesn't mean anything. Him getting elected to Congress, uh, when he does, it's, his Twitter is going to just be Trump's Twitter. It's like he has so many fucking smooth-brained haters yeah. who are replying to every single one of his tweets who gave him the check mark because he got that much attention from idiot losers. Uh, and good, he deserves that check mark. But like his his whole thing of of I, I mean his his Twitter is a good example of how presidentiality is is non-existent. It's it doesn't a, matter. It, it doesn't. It never did. It's a yeah. fucking illusion. Like it is. Yeah. I think it mattered before there were a bunch of cable news networks. So it's like, you know, in the, like in, in the time of JFK, you had three networks, right? So when the president, before Trump, you never saw the fucking president mm-hmm. ever. And, 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 then, and then, well, and Obama, you saw him more than average anyway, but like even Bush was like a fucking ghost. It's like when something would happen, he would show up on TV. And that, that's kind of what it was all before that. Of like the president would come out to talk to calm the nation in quotes, but they were largely doing all their evil shit clandestinely. It was all hidden behind closed doors, and we never knew about it. The great thing about Trump is like uh, is his inability to keep his mouth shut. Number one, and the Democrats having the inability to like let him do anything, mm-hmm. and so it's like they say everything he's doing, he says everything he's doing, so we know everything really. Right, and, it's and, in, and, out in the open. And then on top of that, we now. I'm able to stream to you guys in HD live from 1080p, bitch. 1080p f- for free. I'm not paying a network to do this. I, it, it, there is no stopping this. There's none. Mm. It, it's, it's never going to happen. Neon Oni made a comment uh, that I think is important. If the, if the left embraced the Second Amendment, I would be way less apprehensive about considering some progressive ideas. And I know many on the Second Amendment right who'd be the same way. Because then, because then you'd have a way to protect them. Exactly. So th- the left, of course, wants to give power to the government to make progressive changes. But, they won't. But the, well, the thing is, like, if they take so much of that power, we need a way to fight back. Right. So we can protect we can sort of keep them from slinging the rubber band too far in one direction if we have fucking guns to stop it and giving like giving people i view progressive the term progressive as advancing human rights and based on the understanding we have in the current age and what we expect to happen in the future so like Mm-hmm. This coronavirus has really elevated the idea that our healthcare system is fucking broken. 
So like Medicare for all, whatever, but it's like some massive structural change of the healthcare system needs to happen. That is progress, mm -hmm. right? But simultaneously through something like this, reinstating the rights like state by state, the constitutional right for Americans to bear arms based on a government that is proven to be unreliable is progress. It's progress. Mm -hmm. It's progressive. And so I don't even know if that's the correct definition of the term, but that's yeah. what has been come in my brain. You can be, it's come in your brain. It's come you can on my be, brain. You can be, I, I have like, obviously you can be right wing and progressive. I feel like these, th this progressive is an idea that's pretty much partyless. You can, you can push for change. You can push for logical change that betters our quality of life based on, like you said, like the, the time and uh, the setting of, of of what our rights need to be when ai fucking takes over in the next 10 years maybe even less than that our rights will need to change and get better based on our our labor and and things like that it, you can be progressive and also be like working class and conservative and, and you can be all of these things and also be progressive right well and and that's and, and to give you another, like another example like and i give Whatever ends up actually happening, uh, I don't know yet, so I'm not claiming to know that, but Trump's executive order is progress. Which one was that? To sign that, like, basically Twitter, like, he's basically saying that Twitter can, Twitter cannot, like, and, and he made the point, and people were trying to shit on him, that Twitter silences more than just right-wing voices. Bullshit. They silence, like, they are, what is proven, and why he, I think, chose to do this, is Twitter has proven that through their moderation team that they choose, they're all in fucking San Francisco and they all have the same fucking way of thinking. Mm -hmm. So they cannot be trusted to choose who is offensive. They, they, they have no right to choose that. And and because these social media companies have expanded to such a, a, a enormous degree, they have too much control over our lives and our discourse. They cannot do what they're doing anymore. It, right. it, it, and that's progress. It's progress. He is so right about that. Like, and again, like, it was so much of why I think he made that tweet so loaded was to prove his fucking point. Because no joke, the same day earlier, I watched the whole press conference he gave, them censoring that second part of the tweet was exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and no matter yeah. what you think of that tweet, he's the fucking president of the United States. You do not get to do that. Because even if you hate him, I want to know what he has to say. Mm -hmm. You don't get to make it disappear. Fuck you. Right. Like You are choosing to censor the most powerful person in this country because it might hurt someone's fee-fees. Blow me. Luckily, we still can see his tweet, but I have never seen them do this before. I've never seen them make a tweet be uh, like a violation of their terms, but also still viewable. Because we were able to see it, but we couldn't see how many likes or retweets it had. Last, The first time I saw it, it had 50,000 likes. And I was like, that seems like too few for Trump. Right. I think at that point they had stifled its visibility. And now, of course, it's completely invisible unless you actually request to see it. Right. Uh, Which is, I had never who seen are you them protecting? I know who is this is we I mean all of us need to know that he said this it, it's however you feel about the tweets I mean many people reacted to it or many protesters reacted to it in a way that's like oh this is racist or this is this is a, a dog whistle for people who support people like the Miami chief of police 1967 which Trump is supposed to know about some obscure thing that none of us I know, about. right? He's a, he's a dumbass, right? So he would have no idea but he, that but this even, existed. But even, that, even if he's not, I didn't know about that. And like, yeah, also, you're knows? having to find a fucking example. It, 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 but and here's the other, other thing about it, too. Twitter choosing to censor that tweet 
means they're working for this racist cop. They're working for the police. Yep. That's who they're working for. They're not working for us. So who are you protecting? That's what I want to know. Right. Exactly. Can you read Brett's comment? Oh, just, we can just you know, actually like, let me start from here. Yeah. Uh, Jacob says, I don't think I've ever seen a liberal band. Conservatives get banned and constantly have to make new accounts. Uh, Brett says, I feel like people have it resolved, uh, have it resolved themselves with the idea of being the new peasant class and hopefully it won't be that bad for us well and here's the here's the thing too is about jacob's comment like conservatives having to delete like get their accounts to leave mm -hmm. and make new ones you a lot of them lose the check mark which is what yeah. it does it's a total class divide that fucking check mark yep it puts yeah. it pushes your comment to the top and so i know plenty of prominent conservatives who have lost their twitter account try to make new ones and it gets nowhere mm -hmm. because they don't they, they lose their whole audience they lose everybody that was listening to what they have to say and like even somebody like as abhorrent as milo he should not have been banned it should not have happened. It's like Leslie Jones should have had the power, I guess, to block her, block him out of his life, just because she didn't, because she doesn't want to hear what she doesn't want to hear anything bad about her. I guess that is not reality. That's not life. Like you can go through and chain block everybody that follows Milo. You can do all these things if you really are that much of a pussy. But maybe like if you achieve the level of public figure, don't read your fucking comments. Mm -hmm. Just don't, because right. if you're somebody who chooses to take a side on politics, your comment section is a fucking dumpster fire every single time. It's like whether it be Trump or Biden, it is a fucking dumpster fire of bullshit because there are plenty of reply guys with not enough time on their hands that insist on trying to get the dunk and it works to get a bunch of fucking uh, likes and whatever and get followers doing that and good for them. You know what I mean? But it's like this this is the twitter is the wild west it just it just is so you have to accept that unless you want to unless you want to admit that you want the experience to be curated to your ideology mm -hmm. which is what it is right now yep i'm not trying to shit on biden but does anybody know if he chimed in about what's going on yet says neon oni we didn't check on biden this this podcast no, that's a good idea. maybe yeah, yeah maybe check his twitter and we'll see how active he is uh, he, but every time Biden tweets, he he doesn't say anything. It's like well, right, it's so empty. Because Joe Biden is a fucking, he, he's empty. He's a shell of a human being. He has no opinion about anything. Uh, let's see. He's tweeted quite a bit today. There is no time for incendiary tweets. This is no time to encourage violence. This is a national crisis, and we need real leadership right now. Fuck you, Joe. You shit your pants the other day. You are not <laughs> like you still think this is a good profile picture. You it's are, falling off your ear, you big dipshit. She, uh, it's just like, there is, he has never, there has never been somebody who is the presumptive, or I guess he is the nominee of the party, who has ever looked so feckless, so weak, and so useless other than Joe Biden. I've never seen anything like this before. I mean, John Kerry was similar, but not like this. It's not even close. We are a country with an open wound, he says. None of us can turn away. None of us can be silent. None of us any longer can hear those words, I can't breathe and do nothing. We must commit as a nation to pursue justice, and and yet you're calling for no violence. I mean, like, if you really were a, a fucking Democratic nominee for the president, you'd be like, yeah, fucking protest for what you want. I will get that for but, you. Like, is what he should what, say. What is this tweet? 
What is this? It's time for us to take a hard look at uncomfortable truths. It's time for us to face the deep, open wound we have in this nation. We need justice for George Floyd. No shit, fuckface. Yeah, but everybody what, knows that. But what are you what are you saying that we're supposed to do about it? And You're, what does justice look like to you? Obviously, you think it should happen uh, at the elite level and not on on the ground and, where people are protesting. But this is what this is what Obama used to do all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. It was just talking and platitudes and nothing. And like, you know, to give Trump some credit, it's like, he's like, look, said basically the same thing, but says, I'm having the Department of Justice take care of it right now. Like, mm-hmm. this is not going to be kept internally anymore. It's not like for this particular case, because he knows the fucking gravity of this. And it's like, who is this helping? Who is this convincing? And who is this firing up? Right. It, it's just, it's, it's such incredible bullshit. Yeah. Who sees that tweet warning and doesn't click on it anyway, says Nihononi. Yeah, I mean, like, it's pointless. It's so pointless. If you see a tweet that's like, this may contain sensitive material, everybody clicks view. Are you kidding? So dumb. It's it's pointless. Hunter Ross has come. I agree. I couldn't agree with you more, Hunter Ross. Thank you. And also maybe thank you for that, that thumbs down, which I, I have a feeling you gave us. Yeah, it's all right. If you don't know, we're two gay men and we love cum. That's actually pretty that's actually pretty important to check in every now and then. People we're know gay. We're a couple. Yeah. We're a couple, we kiss. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That also like it gives us sort of a qualifier of who we are. Yeah, we're not like, we're not straight white males. Yeah, right, right. We are not straight white males. Which, if I must say, uh straight white men are probably the allies you want the most right now there's more of them they're the ones who are most likely to get guns they're the ones who are standing in in like elbow chains in front of you uh in front of your protesting between you and the cops it's like these are the people you want help from it's what makes me think that in for it makes me think that things like that like talk like talking about the straight white male thing straight white male problem male fragility was to try was a psyop by media organizations to try to prevent something like this hell yes brother and fuck you you lost because dudes fucking rock dudes 2020. rock 2020 big time that we look like that iceberg that we talked about on wednesday there are many things about that that are correct things that need to change but the only way you will get to do that is if you employ the allyship of the straight white male that you hate so much but if you attempt to do it with shame, they're going to reject exactly. it completely. Like like any human, mm-hmm. any human, when they feel shamed and they're an adult, you're like, you don't get to fucking do that. Yeah. You don't. Do not alienate the people who you claim to have all of the power in the world. Do not alienate them because they have the power that can help you change things. Correct. And I think that's Jesus. a good place to end it. Yes. Um, Thank you, Brad. I, I I don't know if you're new or not. Uh, it's but good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah. A, a fresh face around here. And uh, we guys will see you Wednesday. Maybe we'll move to Oregon. For a normal episode. If this keeps going fucking crazy and there's something to uh, report on. Uh, we might check back in sooner. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, might, we might have to. Uh, Neononi says, so I'm a straight white ally. What letter do I get? Uh, you, uh, you plus? Just, yep, you get a plus. You're part of the plus. You get a plus. Thank Although you. we completely reject the, the fucking <laughs> never-ending acronym. <laughs> You're just a cool dude. That's what, that's what this is all about. Like, just be a good person. Exactly. And be if, a good if, person. If being a good person is like your social responsibility is to burn some shit down, fucking do it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I I'm enjoying most of this. Oh my god. The the uh, like the thing that I said directly to the camera on Wednesday that was like, do not burn down your local government. <laughs> I I mean that with all of my heart. But it's so weird that that sort of came true. Uh, do not kill your state and national representatives. (laughs) 
it's so funny that I, I mean is it is it Nancy Pelosi because it it, no, no, yeah that's why do not kill your state and national representatives <laughs> just do it <laughs> I'll recycle that joke many times love you guys bye see ya